Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Happy nearly weekend, everybody. Oh, my name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson. Hello, Marcus. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you three with me and the listeners, ultimately. It's a pleasure for you to have us three with you. Correct. I, I like to think we're all in a forest together. A Nottingham forest. Us and the listeners. Mm. No, just a forest. All right. Sherwood Forest. No, yes. Just a that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Is it, is it the forest from the Cure song, A Forest? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Is it, the, sure. is it the Black Forest area in Germany where England stayed in Baden-Baden? <laughs> during a, uh, was it World Cup 2006? It was, I yeah. think it was Baden-Baden. I believe that's in the Black Forest region yeah, of Germany. Was it, is it the Black Forest, uh, the place of the Black Forest where they have the ghetto? Yes, it's that bit. Mm. Don't look at me ghetto. like I'm talking nonsense. You've, you've gone st- too far. You've gone too yeah, far. You, I have. haven't. You I've not gone far enough. We, we, all right, leave Gatto out of it. Is that uh, too fancy dessert, or should I talk about <laughs> yogurts? It's two seventies. <laughs> <laughs> all right then, uh, let's preview some. Ma- Actually, should we talk about Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid? If you want, Let, let's start with that. That is crazy. Big, big news today, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that is that is the breaking news. Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, they've got a tra- they've got a transfer game. ban for the next two uh, transfer windows. They can still sign people in this January transfer window, well, I, I which think... they'll definitely be doing. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> to, to wrestle this back to the Premier League, um, uh, the, the the team most happy about this is presumably Spurs. Yes, yeah. they, they're delighted. Everyone else is like, oh well, you know, fair enough. Real Madrid obviously gutted. Mm. Spurs are like this is brilliant. Well, one, one good thing <laughs> is that the tedious Gareth Bale or Cristiano Ronaldo to anywhere stories are going to go because there's no way they're going to let those players go when they can't mm. sign anyone and it had a, it does have a big effect on the window because so often what Real Madrid do kicks everything else into gear because mm. they have so much money sloshing around and so yeah mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be slightly different which well, would be nice what we should say is that it is actually a registration ban not they're a, so bad at admin. Yeah, but then it's Cherishev thing. But as you know well. what a registration so what's ban the, is? What's the difference? You can there? still sign players. You just can't play them. You can't play them. A bit like what happened with Barcelona with yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vidal and Turan. Uh, Turan. Yeah. So they, they can, can they say can, to can, Paul Pogba, they, hey, do you want to come and play for us in 2017? Yeah. We'll pay you to go on holiday. <laughs> but also, also, as well, you know they're going to appeal it. Yeah and, yeah, and and so actually, it's subject to appeal. So if they appeal, it could get put back. And mm. if it was put back to n- not the summer transfer window, the the the, the next January transfer window, mm. and then the summer after, you'd guaranteed they would be going would after it? the likes of Pogba and Eden Hazard. But is, is there anyone there to hear an appeal at FIFA? <laughs> I mean, who's hearing the appeal? Well, this is what I mean. You could you could easily get it under get your, uh, get, under the radar. Well, get your own house in order first, FIFA. Yeah. I'm going to say. I mean, but you do sort of think that if um, Real and and and, and Real Madrid. Real Madrid Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid uh, get, get get these bans and they and they remain in place. I mean that's going to be bad for the league in a 
bloody good for Barcelona. It's going to be great for Barcelona, but pretty yeah. much nobody else in that league. So you sort yeah. of do think that the league itself would probably be keener on them keeping the status quo rather than but, losing it. But this is coming from FIFA, the top dogs. Top dogs. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's still Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. It's not like they have bad squads, even if they don't add to them. Mayhem in Madrid. Yeah. yeah, that's like Man United and Man City. And at least, anti Madrid bias. At least, at least the Real Madrid fans will be um, unhappy with someone else outside of the club. Better, n- better club. news for Real Madrid, though, is that uh, they're making a signing of sorts. Zinedine Zidane. Have you heard he's, who he's trying to get into his backroom staff? His Mike. son? Roberto Carlos. Lovely. Ooh. Isn't that nice? nice? Getting the band back together. Damn right, Jim. <laughs> he should get them all back. He should yeah. get Gooty. And Figo, that, that deaf boxer that stalked Gooty for a bit. Mm, that was probably, weird, wasn't it? He probably wouldn't be well. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's really odd. A deaf boxer was stalking Gooty. I think he used to work as like a, like a like muscle for him, and then they <laughs> yeah. had some sort of falling out, and he kept following him around. I think want, that's the story. You wouldn't very want weird. a deaf boxer following you. No. Well, deaf or otherwise, just a boxer yeah, following very you. Very much. That was Gooty's opinion as well. <laughs> I don't want this. Imagine being a young player though. Zidane there, Roberto Carlos there, Gooty, others. Carlos's thighs going well they're ne- mine are never going to be that big that's true there's, there's no place for Roberto Carlos's thighs in the modern game he should get Beckham in there I know Beckham's <laughs> doing his own stuff but come on yeah, he's busy. Busy. get, him on, get good him, time, him on Skype good times at Real Madrid I think yeah so there we are but uh, I'm, yeah so it's, it's it's maybe bad news for the amount of clubs that will be trying to sign Antoine Griezmann as well yes <laughs> who almost uh, definitely <laughs> was a target of Chelsea's so uh, there we are but talking of Chelsea uh, they're playing Everton Mm. at home on, on the weekend. Chelsea, you thought they were going to turn a corner. They were excellent away to Palace, although Palace have been pretty poor, actually. Mm. I don't think they've scored in four. Uh, but Chelsea then draw two all at home to West Brom. Unbeaten. They're unbeaten. That's what Edding said, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Even he, he did sort of say, well, we're unbeaten, but yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, no, it was it was a strange one. Um, and Diego Costa again, he, you know, he's been playing better since Mourinho's gone, but he's a big baby, isn't he? He's still yes. getting wound up by stuff. Apparently punched a hole in the wall after the game. It's, it's the rumour coming out after that. It's I very, can totally imagine up. him doing that. He, 100% he would do yeah. that. If the but walls he, could talk. He tries to wind <laughs> up a player. The player responds mm. by trying to wind him wind him up back and he lets them wind him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he doesn't, do he doesn't understand the rules to his own game yeah. that he invented. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair to Chelsea, I mean, of course, that is a disappointment result and I concede that but they have sort of turned something of a corner I mean yeah, they've they not are. lost a game on the hitting I don't think in they're the playing league. a lot better as yeah, well. they are playing they? but they oh, look, said, they look at it yeah yeah so I mean the problem is this season's essentially a write-off for them isn't it yeah so if they even if they I mean they, they've um their last five games they've drawn three and one two if you have won all three of those they'd still not be anywhere near where they need to be they'll still yeah. be five six points off the top four so I mean season wise it's really going to be difficult for them to do anything at all anyway what about Everton though you see again they had a good performance against Manchester City obviously beat them in, in the cup. Uh, they they a clean sheet. See, they played Manchester Manchester City twice and only conceded one goal. That's big for them because that was their problem. Yeah. It was their problem. But Ma- is that his problem in total, I think. But, is, but has Martinez put all his thoughts into the defence and now he's like, oh, the goals have dried up. Yeah, it's like he can't do both at the same <laughs> yeah. time. He's like, the ultimate, like, he can't multitask anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sliding sort of... Yeah, I, I mean, if they can, if they, they have the players to make that defence very good. And that's what Everton fans must be quite frustrated at because, uh, you know, we've said this before um, on the show and the league table says it every day. They are 11th, uh, only on 28 points, one above Southampton who have been, been quite poor and one below Watford. So the, the great football that they are playing, and they have been playing, they've been one of the most entertaining sides of the season. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of neutrals would think, tighten that defence yeah, up. They're an mm. odd tight team because it's, I don't know if it would be surprising to you guys, but it's very surprising to me to read that Everton have won one of their last eight Premier League games. Yeah, it's astounding. One in eight. Because the thing and is, they, they seem to be playing a lot better 
better than because that. they yeah. go down in a blaze of glory. So <laughs> you, 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 you know, you think that they're actually in quite good form when actually they're losing. It's a very weird thing. And the two they've won in the last ten. One was that last minute Tom Cleverley yeah, one against you. Newcastle. Yeah. Pete, <laughs> get involved. Yeah. And the other one was against Aston Villa, and that's a gimme. Or it was till yeah. Palace turned up. But Indeed. So they're not actually doing very well. No, it's weird. It'd be interesting to see um, see Lukaku at Stamford Bridge because um, surely he must have something to prove to them. He always speaks mm. very warmly of Chelsea. It doesn't seem like he sort of. Do you resents. not find that personally very endearing? In him? It, is, yeah. that, is that a trait you'd like to see him stamp out? Absolutely. Speaking yeah. endearingly about but, Chelsea. Yeah. They cast you aside, pal. There's no room Stick in this game to be reasonable. Yeah. Don't be, sink to their level if you can. <laughs> Lower. Yeah. Yeah, anything, Chelsea, come on. Well, that's what I mean. It's a challenge. Yeah, it is. Sure is. <laughs> that's Show a that you're a world class git. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I think the reason that's why. That's Chelsea's motto, actually. What, being a world Show you're a world class git. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Very street. Yeah. Don't be nasty to Chelsea. No, I'm, I'm only joking, Chelsea uh, fans. It's um, a bit of fun. But, but I, th- <laughs> I think uh, with Everton, you say that, how come they've only just won the one game? It's because they score a lot of goals. So mm. y- you're used to seeing them celebrating. Yeah. You've and seen... you're not invested in the goals. No. So you forget to look at the score. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I think that's what I'm saying. Speaking of the old Chelsea fan thing, I met a Chelsea fan, uh, Rambleist, on the train home the other day. And he was, and he was, he was t- talking about Chelsea. And I said to him, oh, what do you think about us like getting on the back of Chelsea sometimes? He was like, well... Not much I can do about it, really, is there? <laughs> I thought that was a very nice resigned yeah. air of what I'd like to come to expect now, listeners. Yeah, yeah. It's just what you get with a ramble, mate, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's because it's it's such a ridiculous season they're having. You know, yeah. everybody got on the back of Manchester United when Moyes took over. It's it's the champions of England being so poor mm. the next season. Six points off relegation Nobody, yeah, Nobody could have predicted that. Mm. Nobody could have. Not even you, Pete Donaldson. I would have had a go. Would you say? <laughs> I'd say Chelsea Everton's a chin stroker. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't need to get into this again. I mean, we, I think we bled it dry fairly um, consistently oh, over the past few weeks. I'm just, saying, oh, just Let's fire some new memes, guys. Let's see another one of your ones you bring into the table there. <laughs> you must have loads lined up All after right. that comment. Is it an aeroplane or a car? <laughs> I think Chelsea Everton <laughs> is a car. I think. It's a car. Yeah, okay, I okay, it's a car. Right. Mm. What about Villa Leicester? Look, let's that go plane, train, um, or automobile. That is a flaming jalopy. It is. Um, it's uh, it's a Midlands derby. Uh, Villa or, or off the back of one win. <laughs> that is enormous. I'm going to call it a platform. Yes, it's, it's it's like saying it's like you're saying one win, uh, and you have to qualify it by saying for how long. But you are just sort of going in recent memory. Yeah, mm. one win in, in w- recent memory. My problem with Leicester is I can't, I still can't get used to finding them in the Premier League table. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's too high. It feels unnatural. It going, up, 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 up. Oh, yeah. hello. I know it's, it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, well, they're, level on points at the top, but with Arsenal, they, they are. are. Yeah. One, wow. one great thing about Leicester is we were talking about how we worried that the goals would dry up when they when they finally lost the game, and that did happen for a bit. But they've responded to that by just getting a lot better at the back. They've kept three consecutive yeah. uh, clean sheets in the Premier League. I don't they've never managed that. four before, <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're actually they're adapting. They're still up there. They're You're right, Jim. That's very top. that's very clever because if uh, the, you know Mahrez and Vardy haven't scored for you know by their own standards this season a little while, mm. so Ranieri's thought right, we need to make sure that we're not so gung ho. Then perhaps it's and like Martinez do it at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was obviously the game plan at home to Manchester City over the Christmas period. Then they had a disappointing, you know, a game or two later against Bournemouth at home. Where they, they should have won that, and they know that. But those games can happen. But what a great win it was away to Spurs, and there they are. They're still joint top with with with, with Arsenal, you know. And, and we've got to mention that Robert Hooth header. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Alan Terrible Shearer. Imperious. Have you ever seen Alan Shearer? 
more happier in all his life, <laughs> <laughs> including his playing career. It was it was uh, terrible marking. Who was like? Well, it wasn't marking. It, was it? There was, it was nobody near him. There was fictional, nobody near him. It was fictional marking. Fictional marking. Yeah. Nah. I did like. I did, bearing in mind it was a really lit header. It was a really important point. Uh, really important three points rather to get keep them at the, at the top of the table. And uh, the Leicester player, uh, the, the radio um, thread to the uh, Leicester FC uh, website. Yeah. Uh, did was doing the commentary and they played back. They said, "Oh, have a listen to what what went on when uh, when the goal went in." And it was the most underwhelming. Oh, and Robert Hoos scored. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what, mate? Yeah, but I bet that Ramp was because a bit. I bet yeah. that was because he absolutely lost himself when the goal went in and probably was effing and blinded. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just had to record one quickly after, and he's gone. Um, well, that was really good, wasn't oh, it? What yeah. a good goal. <laughs> um, Robert Huth actually said on social media, I'll never as having a really flat square head coming more in hand. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, just to wrestle it back to, to, to the game itself, because um, Aston Villa will be, will be, I think, please, obviously, they beat, they beat Crystal Palace and got that sort of monkey off their back, or Remy Gar got that monkey off his back. And let's not forget, they're not welcoming the Leicester of sort of two or three months ago into the into mm. Villa Park. You know, Leicester have clearly, as you've, as you've already touched on, Marcus, they, their goals have drawn up a little bit and they've looked to sort of shore it up at the back. But, I mean, Lesser to win this game at Villa is 11 to 10. So 10 pounds on that gets you uh, 21 pounds back, including your stake with Bet365. I wonder whether it's as cut and dry as that. I wonder, I wonder whether Aston Villa might show something in this game. Mm, how about that, eh? We're going to talk more uh, about the Premier League, uh, of course, and, and Leicester's fellow league leaders after this. He's a proper ratty bastard. Making all the mistakes. Game one of them. Pop, pop, pop no bricks. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the preview show, the Football Ramble preview show, sponsored by Bet365. Uh, Jim, Arsenal are away to Stoke. They lead the league. Yes, we do. Um, this Strange is a... position for you to be in, Arsenal. Yeah, no, no, not at this point. Not at this point at all. <laughs> this is entirely normal We're in the second half of the season? Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm sensing a tingling in my nose. There might be a nosebleed coming, but it's not quite there yet. Right. Um, this traditionally has been a very happy ground for Arsenal, isn't it? The Britannia. Only won there <laughs> once in the Premier League. Oh, do so. you like Stoke at 3-1? to one? I like him at 3-1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you, this, this is always a tough fixture for Arsenal. And uh, Mark Hughes actually has a very good uh, record against Arsene Wenger at home as well. I think he's, I think he's unbeaten at home in seven, which is across mm. seven different clubs. Not Sorry, not seven different clubs, four different clubs, but the co- combination of that and Arsenal's form at the Britannia does suggest this is going to be very, very difficult. And Elneny might be coming in to make his debut, which, I mean, that that is a that is a baptism of fire, isn't it? Mm. That is probably that is one of Arsenal's toughest away trips ever. Stoke don't play in the, in the way they have before, but they'll still be so fired up for this game sure, because it's a, become this weird sort of grudge match. The type of player he is, he's a very athletic player, very box-to-boxy. Mm. Can I, I just uh, so, say, with Stoke, people talk about Stoke being this whole, you know, like passing the ball, got a good attacking players team. On paper, they are still a team who don't score that many and don't concede that many. Yeah. And they, that is still, still the fact. Got, they still mix it. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's so much Charlie Adam in there. They're not soft. (laughs) Just because they don't concede many and don't and and don't score many doesn't mean to say that their their style hasn't changed. I mean, Spain in the 2010 World Cup, Luke didn't concede many, didn't score many, but you certainly wouldn't say they were bruising. I'm not talking about style. I'm talking about whether there's anything to be scared of or not. Because ultimately, the style lends itself to whether they score goals or not. And if they don't, I mean, what difference Mm. does it make? True. But Arsenal Arsenal could go toe to toe with any football playing team in England. And the, and the Stoke are a football playing team, but it, fine. They don't, but they don't score. They don't score. They just mm. don't score enough goals. So I don't know if Arsenal. We're talk, I'm just coming off the back of what Jim was saying about Arsenal being a bit of a baptism of fire for them going to Stoke. I don't for know El if Nenny. it is. This I don't know if it is this season. Oh no, yeah, no, for, of course. For El Nenny, it's it's all in their head, though, isn't it? You mm. want a home fixture against Sunderland for El Nenny to come in? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is um, this is a great opportunity for Arsenal actually to stamp their title credentials all over mm. the Premier League, isn't it? Because this is traditionally one of those those matches where you would look at them and the, the you know the accusations of Arsenal. Arsenal being a bit soft and you yeah. know bottling it at times would 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 come to the fore, and so uh, it is going to be a tough game. Um, mm-hmm. I I hope that it is sort of toe to toe attacking, and that mm-hmm. you know we see the Stoke we've seen uh, in some of their better performances. Because if it is, it will just be a, simply a very very good game of football. It's a huge match, this, and and I, it's often as as I'm sure everyone is, is aware, dubbed the Jermaine Pennant Derby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. being a former player. Um, talking of him. Now that you've mentioned him and you've strong-armed me into this, um, he's recently had a successful trial at Tampines, Tampines, one of the two, Rovers, uh, in Singapore. So that's where he's playing. How old is he now, Jermaine? 32. Oh, dear. It's quite funny, actually. His his wife, uh, who's very active on social media and uh, likes to show off most of her body on there, um, she, uh, (laughs) she, she does. No, she does. I'm right. not saying that's good. I'm not I'm, saying that's I'm, bad. I'm just saying that how many pictures you saw on that Instagram profile. Well, it was in the the article that, that was, was highlighting. Was linked her... to, was there a link to it? There were. <laughs> did, you, did you accidentally scroll seven weeks down and then uh, click like I'm on? I'm very the thorough with my research. It D- brings a whole new means of the word show prep. Just as a show prep. Yeah. yeah. And she did show a lot of prep. Marcus. Um, Marcus does not work in an office. I. Uh, <laughs> I do actually. Hmm. Um, she tweeted something about does anybody does anybody have any insight on how to get cars from one country to another shipping? Oh, humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it backfired. All right. Because it what, rem- the car? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded everybody of a story when Jermaine Pennant was playing out in Spain. And he for- oh, yes. he parked his Porsche somewhere and, and right. forgot. He for- well, people say he they reckon he forgot because it was just racking up loads of yeah. uh, fines because it was there for ages and uh, he was over four hundred euros or something. He owed it Lord. For for those who listen to the show who are too young to really remember Jermaine Pennant back when he first started, played in a Champions League final with Liverpool. Yeah, this sentence yeah. about his uh, about his early years is is nice from his Wikipedia page. Jermaine Pennant was signed at the age of fifteen by Arsenal from Notts County for two million pounds. Mm-hmm. 15. A record fee for a trainee at the time, but failed to fulfil his promise amidst a string of disciplinary problems. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what happened. on his debut as well. Was, was it really? Real mixed bag. I don't remember that. Yeah, was I that believe against? it was against Southampton. It was a season, I think Arsenal had already won the league. Mm. Um, and I think I think Robert Perez might have also got a hat-trick on the same day. But it started really brightly for him and it looked like he was, you know, he was really going to kick well, on. David Bentley. <laughs> yeah, because he scored similar. this day, but did he not? I he scored a lovely remember. goal very early on. Oh, for possibly in the uh, in the League Cup. Okay, yes. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy with Pennant because he did play in the Champions League final not that long. I ago. could see, I could see. Still it. only thirty-two. But the thing was, he had a trial. It's not like they went, oh yeah, we'll get him. 
Did they all have a trial, you? But it's, it's, it's not in vogue. To, uh, Singapore! It's, it's not in vogue to start strongly anymore. It's to finish. It's like Vardy. You've got to finish yeah. strongly. You've got to finish your career quite strongly. Which yeah, is. So it's, all about, it's all about the upward trajectory about the upwards, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it used to be all about the downward yeah. ones. Don't, yeah. don't peak on your debut. No. no. Silly. Yeah. Definitely not. Very true, very true. Right, enough nostalgia. Let's go to the two best teams in England. Liverpool and Manchester United. <laughs> um, they are playing at, uh, at Anfield. It is one of the biggest games of, of the calendar, of course. Um, Van Hal's cracking up. <laughs> I don't is... know if he is, though. Doesn't he always operate at this level mm. of just, you know, basically mental? Didn't he call a journalist a fat man? Yeah, he's done weirder things than that. Yeah, fat man. Can we get confirmation whether the journalist was fat or not? I don't know. If he was, see. then, I mean, is that yeah. that bad? The, the only evidence we have is from Van Hal. It's glandular. <laughs> I've got glandular it's, bones. It's a fancy dress outfit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Liverpool, Manchester United, it's a big one. It's always a big one. It doesn't matter where they are in the table. Eh? It, is it an will in- forever be a big game, though. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's sixth versus ninth. It's still a big one. But <laughs> Liverpool have been, as I said uh, on the previous show, Liverpool have been involved in some humdingers recently, and yeah. I, I can't see this not continuing with this one, to be yeah. quite right. Well, with, with both uh, off the back of 3-3 three, three draws, mm. and so Liverpool have not got many defenders on hand. Rooney suddenly found his feet again yeah. or, or, or some would suggest Big Stephen Cole was here to save the day though. yeah that's true it's so weird <laughs> that. Like Liverpool have got one scout he lives in Southampton and he won't travel no, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they are I'm tempted to say I'm tempted to say it's a lovely part of the world but that would be nonsense <laughs> the man from Portsmouth <laughs> literally on it down the course. but the thing is with Corker he's, he's on loan from QPR to Southampton yeah so he's been sort of it's called back and then shift, shipped on um, again with the to play uh, up front for Liverpool which he did the other night you know sometimes you get like great um like battles, individual battles in games. And I'm speaking of this fixture, Torres, Torres and Village was always a nice one. Rooney and Corker this is year. That, is there anything more boring than that? <laughs> yeah. Rooney versus Corker. Come on, oh, Rooney played well against Newcastle. I'm watching something else. All right. <laughs> he did play well. Um, they, they need they need to have Lingard running at that uh, at that back line, the Liverpool back line, because that you, could yeah. cause them problems. Speaking of um, what people are saying about it being a bit of a humdinger, over two and a half goals is six to five on Bet365. So £10 on that gets you £22 back. I can't see there not being goals in that game. At the risk of making myself look an idiot again, as I have done all season yep. because this is the hardest Premier League season to predict ever mm. I think there'll be goals in this game there has mm. to be goals in this game because that Liverpool nil nil nailed on <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying this and I'm betting on nil nil yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing yeah, talk it up insider trading <laughs> lovely <laughs> insider trading got to be goals got to be goals um, Manchester City there at home to Crystal Palace surely that's a home win written all over that because Crystal Palace are not scoring goals and they lost to Aston Villa Pete you're enjoying this because Pardew's still in charge well I, I'm hoping that they're going to get to the bottom half of the table. Did, well, I say bottom, did I say bottom half? I think I said bottom half at the start of the season. Are they going to get there? I th- I think they, can I they achieve think they might, it? I think they might get. I think they might get. I think they might finish weakly. So to be like fair Jim to Pete, Pennant. they're only three points off bottom half now. Yeah, it's not a terrible shout. The same, they were flying high the um, first few weeks of the season, and everyone was like, meow, meow, meow. "Don't it always seem to go well?" We'll see, won't we, against Manchester City at the weekend? Yeah, well, yeah What's exactly. your point? They're probably going to get beat by Man City, aren't they? So what's, <laughs> yeah, what's your point? It's just an easy <laughs> one. I'm just trying to think you can think of a worse week to say that. <laughs> I don't think you can. Right, right, don't it always seem to go 13 to... 13 points above Newcastle. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> They're three points off the bottom half. We've yeah, well, Newcastle are... Like... <laughs> and you've got Steve Joe McLaren. We... And Steve <laughs> McLaren. <laughs> and Paul Dummett. And Czech Teote. Uh, not and for long. He's going... Yeah, that's, that's the worst He'll thing. Be out. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you with John. <laughs> I think McLaren's still an all right manager. Yeah, but John Joe Shelby. Funny though, isn't he? He's funny though, isn't he? It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> I, just, I just like how Steve McLaren suddenly went, can I do a signing? And they went, yeah, right then. Or we'll bring in John Joe Shelby. He's gone, We've been after what? him for ages. How, how come I, you got him? Can in? I do a sorry? I love the idea of Steve McLaren going into like Mike Ashley's office, knock on the door. Yeah, put your put your umbrella down there, Steve. Yeah, um, dry yourself off. What's up? It's not can been I, raining oh. as well. That, 
I can I can have signings. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a signing. All right, but only if you do it your Dutch accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the only way you can you. get Ashley to respond in like a really laddie sing-song yeah, way. Yeah. Let me do a signing. <laughs> and can I have a big mug? <laughs> and his name is actually Mike Ashley, but Steve McCann just called it Mike Ashley. Hey. Yeah. Uh, like it. Fire today, Luke. Liking it. Um, Put me out. But our bet of the week is from that game, Manchester City versus Crystal Palace. Well, as I alluded to earlier, the betting side of this isn't going that well. No. I think we we started with it. a win, didn't we? We did. We've done a Jermaine Pennant. <laughs> we have. We picked on our debut. We picked on our debut. Uh, but one thing I should make clear for all the listeners is that everyone should take responsibility for that. You know, it's not just me. Yeah. It might be me delivering it. Yeah. And if you want to shoot the messenger, that's up to you. Yep. I think that's weak to do that. Do though. shoot the weak. messenger. Though. I think blame everyone for this. Mm-hmm. So the messenger done, is the biggest target. We've done, <laughs> that is uh, unequivocally true. And the most yeah. convenient yeah. one. Oh, but when Louis Van Halkel was a journalist, the fat man is out of order. <laughs> Changed your tune in like five minutes. <laughs> literally didn't say that. Yeah, he didn't. In fact, what? I think you'll find Jim said, give him big applause. Yeah. I think it was me saying it, wasn't it? That's embarrassing. Oh, well. <laughs> um, we're, just but, like, we're just like the board nowadays, we, aren't we? Was he saying it to yeah. Andy Cole, was he? So, so, we, <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to go for Sergio Aguero to score any time at four to five on Bet365 against Crystal Palace. Then we found out he's never scored against Crystal Palace before. <laughs> but, but that's we, it, though. We're sticking with it. We're sticking due. with it. He's due, surely. Yeah. He's the hook. He is sti- <laughs> we are sticking with it. So uh, £50 uh, on, on Sergio Aguero to score at four to five against Crystal Palace uh, returns £90. It's a £40 profit. And all profits do indeed go to Pres- Prostate Cancer UK. Um, remember, you must be over the age of 18 to bet. And please gamble responsibly. For more information on responsible gambling, go to gambleaware.co.uk. Yeah, I love that site. I love that. <laughs> Lots of fun. Uh, do you want some emails? I'd love one. Hey, quickly. Emails? Quickly. Emails? We got, we got some, we got some got, lovely emails. We've got time for one. I've never heard of an email We've before. We've got time for all of them, so shut your mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hello to Paul Brady in W12. I don't know why he gives us W12, but... Uh, oh, this, no, is that Shepherds Bush? No, Ealing. Ealing. It's, in, it's in West London. Might yeah, be. Okay. Don't be too niche. Hounslow? Don't care. If you like. Come on. It's in West uh, London. On the subject of best animals it on the... It is Shepherd's Bush. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, very good, very away. good. On the subject of best animals on the pitch, I have to give a shout out to the plucky squirrel who stopped playing for an inordinate amount of time at Loftus Road during QPR versus Leicester. Nugent chased him off. In the 13th to 14th season, yeah. Uh, Leicester were about to take a corner at the school end when the referee insisted on halting the game until the squirrel was removed from the pitch. After many minutes of watching various efforts to corner the fluffy rodent, including David Nugent's brave attempt to make a difference, the wags at the loft end struck up various chants, including Suarez. Suarez, give us a win. <laughs> did, did, did the squirrel nearly score and then Nugent nicked it off him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sp- then afterwards, Nugent went down the park and nicked all his nuts I was about out to say him. that. Yeah. He, you thought he was chasing it off the pitch, but he actually was sticking a nut. Yeah. Um, what, can I just say, what's the name of the emailer? Uh, Paul Brady. He says that Nugent tried to make a difference. David Nugent did actually chase the squirrel off the pitch. I remember. Did he, right? he, okay. he did that succeed. You, we've got men, we've got eyes on the ground. We've got eyes he on might the be ground. a championship level striker, but he's a Premier League level squirrel chaser. Squirrel grabber. Anthony, a Gridley. There's quite a few emails from Australia this week. Anthony Gridley says, uh, Hey guys, I saw Heskey in a greengrocer's after he moved to the Newcastle Jets. He bought 30 plus bananas in one go and saw me laughing at him. The <laughs> greengrocer's has now been known as Heskey's ever since. Nice. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, I have noticed that you swear a lot less these days. Anthony Gridley there, what a <laughs> All right, lads. <laughs> Matt Mulrooney. Oh, definitely Matt, an Australian. Matt Mulrooney. <laughs> oh, you're not swearing enough, mate. Matt Mulrooney uh, says, uh, my highlight of the week relates to the pitch invader at the Eastleigh Bolton FA Cup match. In Sydney, there is a charity AFL match, uh, the Reckland Community Group, played between a team of musicians and a team of radio station employees and journalists. One year, in typical Australian uh, style, a spectator decided to get his kit off and streak the game. Despite this being a fairly well-attended fixture, it's very much a social game and such, uh, so there's no ground attendance or police. As a result, our hero spent about 
about a minute running around the ground in the nude before realising that A, nobody was going to chase him, and B, he didn't have an exit strategy. So, so somewhat, somewhat sheepishly, he jogged back over to the fence, hopped off the ground, put his clothes back on, and enjoyed the rest of the match. Thank you, Matt Mulroney. That is great, because I've never thought about that before. When it comes End to game. streaking, yeah. Yeah. There is, yeah. you automatically assume, whether you're an onlooker or the yeah. streaker himself, yeah. I would imagine, yeah. you're going to end up wrestled to the floor. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna end up with a policeman's hat over your testicles. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is a strategy that should be employed by all football clubs immediately. Just, just let them go no, with They it. did try that, though, and the streakers were just loving it, and the fans were loving it, and they thought, oh, we're going to have to go back to the old ways. Yeah. That, is, that is a shame. That is Take a shame. his kneecap off. <laughs> Sniper. Marvellous Donald sniper. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let streakers enter football yeah. grounds. Right wing views from a man from the northeast. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Right, if Shut you want to get pets. that is all we've got time for on the uh, Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at Football Ramble. And of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 